Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the Cyber Pro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. Five questions, nine minutes, because hackers never sleep. Let's get to it. Question number one, who are you and what do you do? I'm Eugene Spafford. I'm a professor at Purdue University. I'm also the Director Emeritus of the Center for Education and Research and Information Security. Uh, goes by the acronym SERIOUS. So I basically do education and research, speaking, policy, all those kinds of things related to cybersecurity, privacy, and related. Awesome. Why do you love being in the security, information security, cybersecurity space? What, what do you love about teaching this as well? Well, I think there are two aspects. Uh, one is I find the area fascinating because it's it requires problem solving on a very large scale. It's not small things. It's a scope bringing in from several different areas. Uh, it's technology, it's people, it's policy. Uh, and all of that has to come together to really come up with good solutions. So from that standpoint, it's intriguing as a problem area. As uh, somebody who works in academia, I really like this because I, I so enjoy seeing my students get excited about this, uh, find the joy in whatever it is that they choose to do, and then go on to do things that help others. That's an amazing and just an awesome insight, but the reason I'm in information security and cybersecurity is because of my my teachers, and so I appreciate what you do for us, because without your passion, I don't think we would get as passionate about it, so thank you. That's part of what makes the job worthwhile. So let's jump into, you know, the cybersecurity is a top concern question. Now, what does cybersecurity as a top concern mean to you? Um, I think what it means to me is that we have to view this as a constantly changing and challenging area, that it's not a set of goals that we achieve and then we're done with it. And getting to that point of thinking, of mindset, of investment, that this has to be a constantly evolving, constantly challenging area for us to keep pace and to do the right thing makes it a top priority uh, because we have so many other things that require attention. And when cybersecurity is referred to, too many people think of it as a set of things to do and then we're done. And, and that's simply wrong. So, uh, I think a secondary aspect of this, but contributing to it, is that because cyber is part of so much that if we don't get the security and the privacy aspects right, it will ripple through and impact so many other things. Very insightful. And let's take that a step further. What, what insight do you want to share with our community of cyber professionals? Um, I, I think the, uh, the biggest thing, and this comes from both my work as an academic and as a, a speaker and advisor, is that those of us working in cybersecurity have to remember that technology is only a portion and maybe a minor portion of what we do. That it is the people, it's the economics, it's the law, it's the psychology. And when we talk to the audiences in business or government or the general public, 
we have to realize that if we lapse into talking about the technology, we're not only going to lose them, but we're actually going to lose the important part of the story, which is this is really integrated into business and social processes. So let me ask a bonus question before we finish the, the final question up. I'm curious your thoughts after someone leaves the education portion, after they leave your classroom and get into, for lack of a better word, the real world, what do you think their biggest hurdle is as they make that transition? Well, we are challenged in academia in that we don't have the resources to put the majority of our students on the software and hardware that's currently in use out in, as you phrase it, the real world. Uh, so the biggest challenge for some of them is to come up to speed on what's actually being used in some of the environments where they're going to go work. We do a really good job, I believe, in teaching them basic concepts and advanced concepts and how to think about problems, decompose them, and address them. But moving into any particular environment to apply that involves a steep learning curve. So we also specialize in teaching them how to acquire knowledge and build up skills, but it can be challenging for them because sometimes employers expect them to just hit the ground running. Um, that's what I hear back from a number of students. They're well prepared on the background and the understanding, but there are tools that employers think they should know that they haven't encountered because we don't have them or we don't even know about them. Very good. So fun question for you. What's your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? I was thinking about that question just the other day as I was uh, uh, moving things around in the yard for summer. And what I really enjoy are wind chimes. If you've got a nice set of wind chimes, I like to sit out on the porch and listen to ours, um, combined with the birds chirping. It is uh, summer for me, it's spring, it's summer. It's uh, very relaxing and it's totally non-digital. Very true and I love it when, when our guests come to me with a non-digital piece of technology because sometimes people forget Technology isn't digital for most of our lives. <laughs> it is now for a lot of the, the younger, uh, you know, educational adults and stuff. But, but yeah, this is amazing. I do want to ask one final question, even though we did the fun question, just because I'm curious. From your personal life, what are some, some really cool technologies in the information security space that, that you're excited about? That, that are starting to, to come to fruition? I think not just limited to technology, and again, this goes back to several of the other answers I gave. I think what we're beginning to see with stronger coordinated disclosure and response to incidents, that's exciting to me because that's really what's going to be required to deal with a lot of the, the larger scale threats we're dealing with now from organized crime and nation states. Uh, it used to be that everybody was kind of on their own. They were afraid to share information or otherwise. The, the fact we're now seeing uh, much better coordination across more than just a few industries is very exciting to me as a future prospect. 
I also think that the uh, some of the some of the uh, efforts going into developing better um, rating kinds of of uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to say standards exactly, but guidelines and things like the uh, the NIST cybersecurity framework, as an example, are going to help an awful lot of organizations uh, who may not be able to hire the best talent, but nonetheless need to understand how to go about creating a good security posture. Perfect. Gene, thank you so much for being on the CyberPro podcast. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. You did it. You made it to the end. Check us out for more content.